So have you guys hit up Midsummer yet? Oh yeah. When that come out? Like 2019? Mm, I would say so. 2018 at earliest. 2020. It definitely wasn't 2020. It had to be 2019. I'd say. And, and you said you watched it recently, right? Yeah, you guys were hounding me to watch it. It's and a I, must. It is. It was really good. I feel that everybody needs to watch Midsummer. It really makes you think. If you if you don't if you don't take it so literally and you kind of keep an open mind about it as you're watching it. I'm trying not to throw spoilers in here, by the way. Sure. But if you keep an open minded about it and try to pick out things in the background that's going on, it really gets your brain thinking. No, oh, yeah. Right? The like, layers of details is fun. Oh, it was definitely. Amazing. If you go back and watch it, it's even better. Oh, I yeah. Bet. That's what I've heard. I actually seen a YouTube clip of them uh, putting. Um, there's a bunch of foreshadowing that's constantly happening throughout the movie. Yeah, I caught a lot of that my first time through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that thought. Um, but was, it being a cult. Is it a cult or a religion? Well, I mean, it seems like a cult because people are dying. Well, the definition... <sighs> I don't think religion's involved. I well, feel... maybe some. <laughs> Maybe. But I feel like for cults to be a thing, it's it's based off of religion. Right. Cults are a, it's what the public views as a incorrect use of religion or or like way organization. Out yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, especially after a, a major cult hits, it definitely makes the public not want to trust new religion. Yeah, yeah, because... Because every time a cult's like, this is a new idea, and you guys just got to learn how it works. You don't understand it because it's new. And it's like, well, yeah, but we don't all want to die. We don't all want to <laughs> drink Kool-Aid and die, so I'm not going to get into this religion. And I'm not wearing a goddamn jumpsuit. Okay? Yeah, no, nah, I'm good on that. I've got a style that I'm sticking to. Yeah, so I would say Midsommar, religious say cult. cult. It's a religious cult. Religious cult. I, I go for that. Because they had... God's plural, right? I don't, I don't remember if they had. I think they were. I think they were more. I think they were more about the earth. Yeah, because I knew they were. They talked about the sun in it. Sun worship. Yeah, they talked about sun worship in it. Question mark. Shout out, baby. They're on the right path, baby. <laughs> well, they were really big into the seasons in general, right? Exactly. And they, and they had this idea of um, of what the circle of life. Mm -hmm. is and how long it was right right and how much um each individual could take as far as resources from the earth yeah and they also talked about how like each season was um like how winter was like hell well like the was a summer spring was like the heaven time or something right. like that well then that's, that's what, exactly that's what, what, what the may queen was it's based off of norse uh norse mythology oh okay well that makes sense because it's switzerland yeah i mean that's yeah that's that's 100% what it is then. Gotcha. I like that. Okay, cool. Uh, not to give too much of a spoiler, but I love the fact that, and you can only live till you're like 72. Right. And mm. then, because it's like, all right, you've taken enough resources. It's time to let more people have them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with the... Yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, I tried to spoil it right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I was like, I, I was like, oh, I know what part you're talking about <laughs> because how they do it is nuts. Yeah, I love that part. Oh man, that whole scene you're just sitting because it's the first messed up scene you see. Yeah, and it took like, I mean, besides like the very first scene with the parents, but um, that was like the first scene where you're like, 
okay, shit's going down. <laughs> right, like, right. It's the first moment of that. Being, this is a bit cold. Yeah, being in a different country and then you just see that and no one reacts. And yeah, and your like, car's gone. Huh. <laughs> you have no way to leave. <laughs> yeah, I might be stranded. <laughs> it's one of those scratch records like... Yeah. <laughs> 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 Welcome everybody to the podcast. If you haven't watched Midsummer, you should definitely get a do it, it a watch. Check it out. Um, I'm Cameron Higgins. With me, I have Hank. Yellow. And James. Yes, sir. And today we're talking about cults. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a big topic. We've kind of been shying away from it for a while, um, but you know, we got tired of of not of trying to think of topics that other people haven't done. And so we just decided, hey, you know what? We love cults so much. We have our own interesting yes. spin on things. We want to go for it. Yeah. It might learn something. Yeah. Cam, Cameron just humbly said, we're going to do it better than anyone else. Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. man. You just set the bar up so high. I only start with the bar high. <laughs> I'd rather be disappointed. <laughs> it hurts falling off from all the way up there. <laughs> So, right. well, yeah, you, James. I got you. All right. I'll get you guys started on a, um, a cult that I found interest in when we were doing the yeehole research. Um, so the Order of the Solar Temple, all right? Um, it's actually inspired by Aleister Crowley. Um, Aleister I'm not going to jump into him Shout too out. much. Um, well, that just sounds like a demon name right off the bat. He was actually considered a Satanist. He didn't consider himself a Satanist, but he kind of was. Um he was really anti, uh, not anti-Christian, but kind of was like played the dark side of Christianity. And he like, he was really in sex magic and um, he had his own, yeah, I think it was, was dark. Oh, Thelma or something like that. He came up with his own belief that a lot of people were really getting into. This is like probably like the 1920s, 30s, 40s, somewhere around there. Yeah, he's like the OG of like dark arts. Dark arts, yeah. Yeah, he was—he was really into some weird stuff, but um, it really just inspired. He was um, a warlock, metal. Yeah, he was definitely, yeah, definitely metal. That's so metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this guy who originally started it, uh, Demombro, uh, Joseph Demombro, um, it kind what was kind of cool about Solar Temple. Uh, it was actually in a bunch of different areas. It wasn't located in one spot. It was mostly Switzerland. Um, but it also reached over into Canada and uh, France, were like the main places for it. Um, it's mostly based off of Christian um, beliefs mixed with UFO religion. You, oh boy, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't slide that in yeah, at the I just, end. I just let you know. Those are two very different things, sir. Ah, what, what did they take from each? Um, well, the Christian, it was more of like uh, the practices more like the going to church, the getting to um, like Sunday worship and yeah, stuff like that. It wasn't necessarily like they studied the Bible and were like, okay, these are the pieces we like. It was more of just um, the organization of how Christianity was it set was up. It was ritualistic. Ritualistic, thank you. Yeah. Um, which they also took from the Freemasons when it came to uh, that ritual mm-hmm. process. Um, yeah, the UFO religion is it's it's kind of weird because I think that. Um, it's not like they based everything off of it. It's one of those things where they believed in um, aliens. So is it is it this alien religion? Is it just that aliens are God or? Kind of. It, no, yes and no. 
it's like that God is an actual being, but I don't know if they necessarily thought it was actual aliens. Like, they just thought that God was this existing solar light thing. It, I don't know exactly how it ties into the UFO, but it's it just has to do with them believing in the space. I, There's a lot of people that believe that God is an alien. Right. I mean, that could be the little mess. I there. would believe God would be alien-like. He'd definitely be different. That's for sure. Whenever I hear UFO religion, I just think Scientology. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the best way to look at it. Like, there's probably some type of alien background that they believe in. Um, their quest when it came to the religion, though, was um, a lot based off the Knights Templar and a lot of um, fashion and stuff that went with the religion. Like, a lot of their uh, their robes and things like that was all, like, so they were fresh. similar to Knights Templar, yeah. Did know. they have a round table where all the knights would sit together and... Yes. Oh, actually, <laughs> that I'll get to that a little bit. This will actually tie in the, your quick Christian question of where the Christianity comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, so something that is different about the uh, Solar Temple is they actually got away with multiple mass suicides and mass murders. It wasn't just one, like a lot of common uh, cults are. Right. Like your Jonestown and uh, Manson family and such. Um. The very first one that really got uh, caught was um, in Quebec. Uh, there Alex. was, yeah, Alex Quebec. Uh, there was an infant. Um, as soon as he hit three months old, uh, they killed him in like their uh, like temple that they had or the church, whatever they would call it, and they stabbed him with a stake, like this little baby, and. The guy had ordered the murder, um, the Demombro guy, because he believed that the baby was the alchemist, or uh, alchemist, or what's the the devil? Antichrist. Antichrist. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I was thinking of uh, Crowley and his dark arts. That's why I said alchemy. Um, He considered him the Antichrist, and that uh, because he was born, he was trying to prevent Demombro from... uh, succeeding with his like spiritual goals with the group um but that was like the first like biggest and so they were like okay this is this is getting a little weird this group's getting yeah you kill a baby you killed a baby but nothing really happened um then what really got down was when it was in switzerland um there was uh circle members who you know killed themselves with poison um Bullets, smothering. There was a lot of different... Uh, I think it was 38 people who died in this village. Um, and then it was... this. The wild part of this village was the victims were uh, found in, or put into like an underground temple idea. And they had like put mirrors everywhere. And then Ooh. emblems that represented the solar temple. So imagine being in that scenario, like you're just like in some weird basement, you don't know where you're at, and you're like, oh my God, I don't know what these emblems mean, and there's just mirrors everywhere. That would be fun. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you have to pay to go into places like that now. Hey, yeah, they got that for free. That's Ripley's, believe it or not. <laughs> um, the bodies were dressed in robes and were put in a circle with their feet together and their... Uh, heads outward and um 
they put like plastic bags over their heads, which they think might have been a way of them doing drugs. They might have put some type of gas in it, but they also had like shot them. So that might have been also the reason for the bags. They don't know. They just don't want to see the mess they made. Right. Um, Two birds, one stone. I like it. Yeah. Efficient cult. <laughs> um, they said that they actually, uh, they think that the victims actually had volunteered to put them on because it was a part of one of their rituals where everybody would put bags on their heads and they think that's where, uh, they think they might have just like done the drug and that's what they would normally do. But it was <laughs> when they, when it was time to do the sacrifice, that's when they, they still had the bags on their heads, I guess. Well, I, I also think maybe just looking at it from a leader standpoint, it might be easier to do that whenever you don't attach a face to all these bodies you kind of don't look at look at them as humans anymore yeah 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 there's like these faceless corpses or he's like wanting them to take their identity away he's like you know it's time to go meet god you don't need to take your identity with you Hmm. this is an old one old 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 and you know it's funny that you said it's based well it started in quebec Mm -hmm. poor quebec man I mean, mine's even about Quebec, like 20 years later. <laughs> what is it? I, I, I Oh, you know about Quebec? Quebec? Okay, you got one about there. Well, I think this one was mostly in Switzerland. I don't. I think Quebec just had a, a spot there. Mm. I don't think that it was, like, centered there. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, this, this village thing, there's a lot more to it, um, just about their bodies and how they were found. Um Something that kind of made me laugh, though, was uh, they had uh, letters that were left by the believers, like farewell letters, and they they all said um, that they're just trying to escape the hypocrisies and oppressions of this world. That was their reasoning. What's the, the religion? Hypo- with them killing themselves and, like, leaving farewell letters of them, you know, oh. dying, they're like, oh... Too much hypocrisy and oppression in this world. I'm out of here. It sounds like it. Those bodies had a pack of marble reds in them. <laughs> <laughs> Hair flip one last time. The uh, <laughs> monster energy. <laughs> the uh, the leader uh, Demombro. So it, it actually another tie-in with it in uh, Scientology is they actually looked for people who were. Um, high um in influence had lots of money um like for example one of the people that actually died at the village was a mayor of another town wow um demombro was actually had gotten gifted millions of dollars by different people so he was just getting rich off this cult and just kind of rolled with that um he actually ended up killing himself and that was the end because that you know uh the authorities kind of caught on to it and was like shutting shit down and he ended up killing himself and it kind of just ended with that. And that was in the nineties. That was in 1994. Man, my brain still hasn't left the room of mirrors. Right. I'm still trying to picture that. That shocked me a lot because especially like, cause I think the victims themselves knew they were in there. But if you're like a cop or something and you like showed up and you see like people laid out like that and you're in a room full of mirrors like that was that's an eerie feeling that yeah that that wouldn't leave you at all no you're a tiger man i wonder what the <laughs> symbolism was behind all the mirrors mm, kind I, of like i bet they would probably give them some sort of lsd 
make them just believe it and make their experience so much more uh, feel yeah. more real than it actually is. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, they actually, this, some of the survivors they found were some teenagers they found behind like a building or a shed or something. And, uh, they were all drugged. Oh yeah. They were all like heavily drugged. Oh, so geez. I believe that. They were like 13, 14, something like that. They're really young teenagers too. So, so that's interesting because my guy, he, he got his power through abuse. It sounds like your guy, he, he got his power through, or his, um, he would talk people into what, what he wanted to do by giving them drugs. You yeah. Know what I mean? Maybe a little bit. Um, I think it's also like they, they, these people felt like they were part of an elite group. Right. Especially with all the, especially with him recruiting people that are of high yeah, right yeah, he did got the mayor yeah he right. didn't want losers there was an olympian who also died because of it wow a, a downhill um skier i wonder what was so convincing you know mm. i mean if a dude mirrors <laughs> the mirror mirrors. Effect. have you seen a room full of mirrors they'd be like no i haven't actually <laughs> i would love to see that i want to be part of a of a high society club. We have a room full of mirrors. <laughs> come, come. Come, come. Yeah, that's one thing. It's it's hard to wrap your brain around is how people get into cults. Yeah. Not as leaders. Leaders is more understandable, but as mm-hmm. a follower. I feel like you got to be at a point in life where you're looking... Lost. Yeah, you're lur- looking be. for self-worth, you know? You're looking for... A place where you belong. Right. Like, everyone here is down on their luck, and they feel like they don't belong. They hate yeah. society. Yeah, I always think about that, too, is they're, most, they're often people who kind of um, put themselves outside of, like, social groups and stuff. They're people who are a little bit more odd. Right. And aren't as social um, normally. But that's weird. I mean, there's a mayor there. Like, how, how did he... Yeah, I just, maybe just a social stat, or he wanted the vote. Probably also one of those things where, like, you start. Yeah, he's like, hey, all right, all these leaders are gonna vote for me. <laughs> you guys gonna vote? Like, yeah, man, just drink this and we'll vote. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's in the room full of mirrors. He's like, look at all your voters. It's <laughs> <laughs> like they all look like me. He's like, exactly. <laughs> you represent all of us. <laughs> you are us. Oh my goodness. I also think it's like a thing where you get into it and you get kind of caught into it. And then when shit goes weird and dark, you're kind of so deep into it that you kind of don't reject it when you're supposed to. So it probably seemed fine up to a point. Right. And then once you get to that point, you're kind of too deep. I've also seen it where they see yours is a little bit different because a lot of the cults that I read about. It's people who are t- convinced to, you know, basically quit their daily lives mm-hmm. and come somewhere else. And, yeah. And then they sort of get trapped in it because that's their family and then, and then they can't it's leave. their home now. Right, right. And They if, don't have jobs. They don't and have... then they'll be shamed by their friends and family if they say anything bad about the organization or the family that they're in. Right. So it's pretty interesting that yours... It still involves their daily lives. You know right. what I mean? That's they weren't. It's pretty unique. Yeah, fact, I think. Yeah. I think that's a part of the trick too. I think that was like the clever part of because it, it lasted for a really long time. Like they were, it was around for probably thirty years. Wow. So I think that I think he, I think the leader kind of went crazy. Probably started the cult um, without like intentions of it going the way it did, and then he probably just kind of like got super rich by 
being a leader of nothing. Right. And then he kind of probably went a little nuts. Because all those things happened in the 90s, and the, the they had started it before that. Yeah. A real uh, fascinating thing about Cult is the timeline, because Charles Manson got – he was the part of Vietnam War where – like the hippie movement. Mm. So he had a bunch of hippies with him. So he mm-hmm. kind of knew like what to say to get people to come. What do you mean by hippie, Hank? Huh? It's just a term. <laughs> <laughs> Love all hippies. And even like Jim Jones, he was in the time of segregation where, and he was in Indiana too. So, you know, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> so he was able to like come on both sides and be like, yo, we're all, Every race should come with me. You know, we're past that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it just timelines line up with who joins and you kind of feed into it. Right. Yeah. And, and the other interesting thing is the leaders, they're always so intelligent. Yeah. You ever notice that? I mean, they're just, I mean, they're, they're not dumb people. They're assholes, I mean? but they're smart. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of cults out there we don't know about because the leader was trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, it was day two. He's like, y'all ready to kill yourselves? And they're like, <laughs> not convinced. Uh-huh. I'm not convinced. <laughs> He's like, so we ran out of food and water. Um, you guys should just go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They start a commune, and he's like, so you guys brought food, right? Uh, like, you said you were bringing food. He's like, nah. I ain't, I ain't got food. All right, we'll go ahead and shut the moon and worship down. <laughs> it didn't work. I'll start another one next week. <laughs> so... Hank, what's actually? What's that? I'm not trying to move off of yours too fast because you had one more, didn't you? Um, yeah, I don't really have too much about the uh, solar temple. Um, I do want to bring up a Russian, uh, the Russian Orthodox Church, I believe. Let me double check that. Yeah, the Russian Orthodox Church. Just because I kind of laughed at it a little bit. Well, it sounds hardcore already. You know what <laughs> I mean? That's what's kind of funny about it. Is it's kind of it's just. It didn't. I feel like they should have known right off the bat that this was goofy. <laughs> so it was in a, like a small village that they started it, and they were like, "Okay." Um, the leader was like, "Let's go up," and the world's gonna end in two thousand May two thousand eight. So guys, it's two thousand seven. Let's head up, go live in a cave until the end of the world. Are they just going to party for like a year? So it's a doomsday cult. It's a doomsday cult. Okay. But it's there's only thirty people, and they go. I mean, that's that's quite a bit of people. It's quite a bit of people. I mean, that's a that's a small town. Right, right, right. They're like out of a village, so like a village is only like a couple hundred people. Like thirty of them leave to go live in a cave. They're like, probably got shut down. And they were like, oh, these fools. Um, so they get into the cave, and they um, nobody wanted to remove them from the cave because they were like, we're going to kill ourselves if you try to remove us from the cave. So they were like, all right, fine. And people started dying in the cave, as you would expect. Um, one died from cancer, and another one uh, starved to death. And then people started leaving the cave because they were like, dude, there's dead bodies in here with toxic fumes. And right. if the world's going to end, I'm going to die either way. I'm not going to stay in this cave. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> so people started leaving. And there was, like, a small handful left. And then the cave collapsed. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, so they did have to get rescued. And they took that leader, and um, a, a couple of them survived from the ca- uh, cave collapse. And they put they put him into a psych ward 
for paranoia where he is still today. Whoa, to this day. he still is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For paranoia. Paranoia, yeah. Huh. I bet they learned so much from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're probably li- like, yeah, I'm sure they talked to him a lot. Lobotomy. I mean, he predicted, right, they were going to die soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking is, like, when that cave started collapsing, they're like, it's the end of the world. <laughs> right. Like, imagine dying thinking that you were right. <laughs> it's like, I'm a god. I know it all. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I will talk about Om Shinrikyo. Om Shinrikyo? Om Shinrikyo. Oh, there's an M in there. Yes. Om Shinrikyo. Om. Om Shin. Om. Om Shin. Om Shin. Here we go again. Here we go again. So this was a Japanese call. Gotcha. Oh, cool. I yeah. heard about it. Japanese call. I figured you'd like it. You're all about Japanese products. Yeah. yeah cults. <laughs> Japanese products and culture. Cults, I'm, I'm all into cults. it. So the leader was born, and his name was Chinzuo Matsumoto. Chinzuo Matsumoto. Badass name. Badass name, but then he changed it. <gasps> no. He changed it to Shako Osahara. I mean... Still That's pretty, still cool. pretty still badass, yeah, but that cool. translates to Supreme Truth. Oh. So that's even two times more badass. Yeah, well, like he's just on a high horse at this point, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he's the leader. I mean, can you imagine somebody looking at you and going, call me Extreme Truth? <laughs> <laughs> be like, all right. Come on. <laughs> Where do I sign? <laughs> be like, uh-huh. you need to go somewhere else. <laughs> You're at a bank. <laughs> like, all right, who's the check going to? Extreme truth. Hmm? <laughs> well, excuse me? But, I'm going to need to see a valid ID. Yeah, <laughs> there's no see your way. Identification, asshole. To <laughs> just supreme truth. <laughs> Is there a hyphen in there, buddy? <laughs> but this was a doomsday cult that started in 1984. Mm-hmm. And Omshinrikyo. Um, kind of took ideas from the Bible and Buddhism. Okay. And his little prophecy. Well, that's a that's a good mix. Pretty sick mix, right? Yeah. Because what he took from the Bible was um, the book of Revelations. And that's what, an interesting one. Because okay. what he would tell all of his you know followers that there was going to be World War III and there's going to be a nuclear Armageddon. Which makes sense because this is the Cold War era. Yeah, guaranteed. So it That's makes probably, sense where his thoughts are coming right. from. Yeah, everyone's probably like tensed up because of it. And mm-hmm. like, we don't know what's going to happen. Definitely grabbing soon. a hold of people's weaknesses. Yeah. And uh, Aung San did suffer from bipolar disorder. It was a specific type called um, uh, Grandi. Uh, hold on. Grandi. Grandiosity. Grandiosity, okay. Yeah, which basically means that you look at yourself as larger than life. Like you're just great. You praise yourself. The perfect trait for a cult leader. Right. Where you can predict when the downfall of humanity will be. Yeah. No big deal, really. 7.2 billion people and you're the one that knows. Yeah, so like your, your mental ailment comes with confidence. Love it. Yeah. Proceed. Wait, 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 hold on. Can you tell him what other problem he had? 
All right, you know how the saying goes, a blind squirrel finds a nut? Yeah. <laughs> he was blind. He was blind. He was legally blind. <laughs> <laughs> also, another great trait for a cult leader. I mean, you listen to blind people who try to lead you somewhere. <laughs> he's just like, he's just like picking up on like, sense and sounds in the room yeah. you know this making making deductions off of them and people are like how does he <laughs> yeah he actually smells like, like an end's coming <laughs> he actually just had a little earpiece in and someone was telling him what to say oh <laughs> but uh he would go on to lead 10 attacks on civilians and he would uh mm. try to assassinate people in power Wow. Uh, people in religious power, like he would try to assassinate like uh, Buddhist leaders, or like a pope or something. Uh, Maybe he didn't go that not far, to but the like... pope, but exactly. Okay, hmm. Maybe more like priest levels, you know. He's like, that's too much work. That would be an odd feeling to be a priest and to know feel like you're going to get killed. Yeah, man. I feel like that's not really a, a worry, a pressure worry. that they usually have. No. You know? well, look at all the security they have. Hmm. But World War One. <laughs> but over the the course of those ten uh, assaults, uh, they injured over six thousand people and Ooh. killed twenty seven. Wow! And wow. what type of attacks were they doing? Uh, gas attacks. Mm. Gas attacks. Chemical attacks. Yeah. Oh, that'd be horrifying. You would never see it coming. Uh. Uh-uh. Be tough. What yeah. type of places were they gassing? Like buildings. Buildings. Uh, the big one that we're about to get into was a subway. Oh, okay. So, and they're doing this in the name of Doomsday. Doomsday. Okay. <laughs> they're killing people by being. Like, yeah, it's definitely a Doomsday call. Well, well, I'm trying to link Doomsday to hurting people. Hurting people. Maybe it's because they're elite. Like he was trying to like be like, hey, I know the truth, and you guys don't understand it, so I'm have to kill you to get you out of the way. Right. Maybe he was killing the priests and everything because they were speaking like a false truth. Yeah. Could yeah, be, that's yeah. What I'm thinking. Kind of like how like Islam and Judaism kind of had wars oh, early yeah. in the days because they were trying to push their religions in that lands type of thing, maybe. I don't know. Just assuming. Just assume. I like the assumption. <laughs> uh, in 1990, uh, Asahara ran for Japanese diet. Which the Japanese diet is a political run where it's kind of there's a house of representatives mm-hmm. and a house of councils. Mm-hmm. So the house of representatives was lower class, but then the house of councils was more big picture. Okay. So like house of representatives was just like just everyday people that worked in the house of representatives while the house council was like covered the whole nation and and stuff yeah i don't know if it was like whole nation but it just said you would rather be a council okay than a house of representative you know and uh he his political party was um for the truth party which i i just thought that was pretty funny because his name translates to supreme truth (laughs) like Oh, what political party are you on? The truth. The truth. Extreme truth only speaks the truth. I feel like you can only say that in an aggressive way too. The truth party. The truth, truth party. Like what are you? What else would I be? Yeah. <laughs> the, Come on, liar. The liar party. <laughs> Every other one. 
Exactly. Well, he promised all of his followers that he was going to win because he saw it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but he got demolished during the run. He didn't even come close to winning, which probably only added gas to this fire that he didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, blindsided, no oh. doubt. <laughs> but uh So yeah, after that happened, he was like, I'm going to overthrow the government. Mm. Like, it's not fair because I know what's right and I know how to lead people. So we're going to take over. And obviously, he's got a big group behind him at this point. Yeah. So his confidence through the damn roof. Yeah. At peak, there were 65,000 followers in this cult. That's crazy. Yeah. Not so. That is a lot of followers. Yeah. And in different countries, too. I'd be interesting. I I would be interested to learn um, the actual values of the of this of this uh, religion mix, because because something's got to be convincing people to to follow this religion, right? Yeah, there's got to be something really good there. Sixty five thousand. That's a lot. That's of, a lot of people. I mean, sure, there's a lot of people out there that aren't. You know, there are a couple short, but whew, that's a lot to get a hold of. That's more Definitely. people than Zoroastrianism. it's because mazda wasn't blind (laughs) (laughs) gotta trust the guy yeah i mean plus i i think whenever cults i mean you think of like people who like died during it like jonestown like killed over 900 people Mm. but you gotta think he probably had more followers than just the 900 that died yeah there were probably people that wish they got to go yeah right with them yeah just like kept up with them that's true so, well, actually, uh, Heaven's Gate's like that because there's still Heaven's Gate. Like, there's like they still have a website for Heaven's Gate, and people who were a part of that cult still run that website. Oh shit! Yeah. Hmm. That's so I fun. believe that. That's funny about Heaven's Gate because whenever uh, they all like killed themselves uh-huh. to go, they're the you know alien shit would come ship. pick up. Mm-hmm. That was like around the same time as the Phoenix Lights. What? What's the Phoenix Lights? It's like. Whenever every like a bunch of lights in the sky appeared, and oh. then like everyone saw them, and then they were just gone. Wow, that would <laughs> so Heaven's Gate might be on. To they, they actually <laughs> might be right. Wouldn't that be something? So uh, Asahara claimed that Shiva, the god, mm-hmm. came and visited him and appointed him to the god of light, who leads the armies of gods. Okay, so in his doomsday, there was a battle between dark and light. It seems like it. It seems like he thought that he was doing the right thing and leading the light to overthrow the darkness known as the Japanese government. Yeah. Got it. So we'll get to the massive attack that he is most famous for. Japanese biggest post-war terror attack. Mm-hmm. This was March 20th, 1995. Wow, that was that's just a few years ago. Yeah, it's recent. Yeah, that's crazy. 25 years ago. So what he would do is he would take these, uh, is it siren gas? That sound right? I didn't know how to pronounce it. Siren gas. It's like a colorless, odorless gas that makes you... uh, 
vomit viciously. Uh, people said that they would get like paralyzed. Jesus. Yeah. Does it, it do like cut off the oxygen to your brain? Sounds like. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it kills you within 10 minutes. So whatever it does, it happens you can't even fast. Smell it. Oh my God. That's terrifying. Yeah. Like a carbon monoxide you silent start killer. Puking, be like, oh, I don't feel good. And everybody else puking. And one dude's in the corner, like, can't move. <laughs> yeah. That shit's crazy. That would be intense. It was a cr- I've seen parties like that. You don't want to <laughs> be there. <laughs> Those parties suck. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> another side effect was uh, your chest would tighten up, your vision's blurry. You're just having a bad time. Yeah. Truly. And the they waited till rush hour to get as many people as possible. So it was a pretty planned attack. Oh yeah. And there were five separate attacks on this one attack. So it was like stepped out. Stepped out, yes. Yeah. And the results were it killed thirteen people and put another five thousand five hundred people in the hospital. Jeez, I'm surprised only 13 people died. Died, right? When that many people got hurt. That's what I'm saying. So, wait, they did this on a subway? A subway, yes. Hmm. It's impressive that this isn't more widely known. Dude, I bet it made national news when it happened. Right. Yeah. It's also, 25 years ago, I mean, a lot of stuff has happened in 25 years. So I, I can see why we don't, like, talk about it now. And plus, but I'm sure, yeah. like, in the moment, it was huge. And it's a different country. On the other side of the world, right? Right. So, I mean, I I don't know. And it's not a major political party. Yeah. yeah. All the major political parties get more news than anything else. Right. Absolutely. And then uh, shortly after that... Following the subway gas attack, the police raided his cult because he was already kind of uh, well-known. Yeah, he was popular. Because, you know, he's had so many followers. People think that he's been doing these assassination attempts already. They're just kind of waiting for, like, the big one to go. Yeah, they needed a true link. Right. And uh, it was crazy because it was just the police that went in, but then they had, like, the army all surrounded like, just in case something wild was going to happen. Damn. Hmm. So I can only imagine the scene. Yeah, wow. They were like, oh, it's just the cops. We'll take these cops out. Right. And they just see tanks. Like, man, you know what? Can you imagine being the leader, just walking out and being like, oh, shit. Like, it, there's probably, like, a reality check right there. Yeah, his, you know? his, his bipolar. Like, I messed up. The, the extreme, <laughs> that extreme truth just went right out the window as soon as yeah. he seen the army. He was like, I guess I don't know as much as I thought I did. Yeah. Wait, how did he see it? <laughs> right, right. See, that's what I'm thinking. Like, he's, like, blind, and he's hearing people come in. He's like, welcome back, followers. He just doesn't know. But uh, he actually went on the run after this, and he didn't get caught till May. So he was on wow. the run for a couple months, but then they finally got away him. from all that? Yeah, because he had multiple locations of oh, groups of people. Know where he was. Yeah, but you know, after arresting people and getting them to talk, they were finally able to catch him in in May, and then uh, he was sentenced to death in 2004, and he was executed July 6, 2018. They hung him. Mm. Yeah, bro. That yeah, you got to get rid of that type of guy. Yeah, they uh, in Japan they consider it the trial of the century. It was like wow. their version of OJ. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 
damn. So that is the doomsday call on Shinrikyo. Wow. <laughs> just, just, the, just the audacity, you know. Blind people get cocky when they start getting free I'm passes. I'm not talking about blind people. I'm talking about cult leaders. <laughs> God damn. I'm just going to stay to him being blind. That's what I know him for. That's how he rose to power. <laughs> Feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah, call leaders have some balls on them. That's for true. I feel like I could do it. I can see it. I can be a cult leader. You a cult leader? Yeah, yeah. definitely. But you should do it in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll have, I'll, I'll have one of them super successful cults. Where they're like, well, the only mental torture was that nothing interesting happened. Yeah. You know, everybody was just so happy. You made happy. us go to bed at 10 p.m. Oh, yeah. so you want to start a religion. Mm. What? There's tons of bad stuff in religion that happens. Depends on who you ask. Public eye. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, did you have another one? Oh, no, that was... That the, was your truth. That was the supreme truth. <laughs> so, uh, mine, my cult is, it's all centered around a guy named Rock Theriot. Theriot? Theriot? Theriot. Can I just call him the Rock? Yep. Good old Rocky. <laughs> well, it's actually R O C H. So, mm. Rock. And he is a Rock. He is a French Canadian, so um, uh, it might be pronounced in a fun way <laughs> that I would like to know of, but it's whatever. We'll ask him. So this guy, he was he was extremely intelligent. Um, he was born around the 1950s, okay, and he dropped out of school uh, when he was in the seventh grade to uh -huh. only study the Bible. Okay. okay. Wow. So at this point in time, he's a Catholic. Okay, and so he surrounds himself by religion, and then uh, when he got a little bit older, he went to um, the Seventh Day, the Seventh Day, the Seventh Day Adventist Church. Okay, which if you Google that, I was kind of hoping to find something juicy on that, but it seems right. to be just another flavor of of Christianity. Yeah, they say it's uh it's closely related to Puritanism. So it's just, it's just it's just a, a super super strict version of the Bible, right? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so he he got kicked out of the seventh day. <laughs> what did he do? I know. I as soon as I said that, I went, man, I wish I knew what he did because <laughs> it had to be pretty uh, <laughs> metal. <laughs> had to be pretty impressive, especially if he dropped out of school. You drop out of school, you dedicate your life, then you get kicked out of what you're dedicating your life to. Right. Wow. And so he, and so he's he's a really motivational guy. That sure. was his talent. Okay, so he he started by going around and um, and hosting self improvement. Uh, uh, for instance, um, getting yourself to stop drinking or to stop smoking. So he's a life coach. Stuff like that. He'd have yeah. like seminars. He's like, like a, seminars. A Gary V kind of guy. Right. But eventually, what he did. So it started in Quebec. Um, and then it ended in Ontar Ontario, Canada. Right. Specifically the um, Burnt River area. I tried to look up um, hey. photos of it. Pretty okay. 
very, very pretty place, but looks pretty remote. It's Canada. So, so he would talk to these heavy, um, uh, these people with these issues that wanted to quit something or, um, or quit, uh, just trying to improve their life and trying to improve their life. And he would talk them into actually moving out into the woods with him and stay there. So cut yourself off from all of that. We're going to live primitive. Hell yeah. So it started pretty simple and it's not a horrible thought. No. Right. If I ever want to reset or something like that, I love going out in the woods and staying for a while. I don't want to live there. I'll tell you that right now. But (laughs) (laughs) it's a great place to reset. Right. Right. Come back. So, and immediately what he did, so his whole his whole idea was that you could kick these habits by um, aggressive work, okay? Mm-hmm. And in fact, he made them work so hard that he dubbed them the anthill kids. Anthill kids. Right. So these, these people are working hard, and there's severe consequences, which I'll get for to. not working hard? Right, right. So for breaking the rules or anything like that, there's severe, severe consequences. And on top of this, it was within his ideology that he was bringing these people out of sin. Okay, so so there's that crazy spinoff of Christianity, right? Yeah, it all comes together. He's telling people that he's saving them from sin. Um, you have to be here. There are consequences if you don't do what I tell you to, right? And your brothers and sisters, they also um, impose those consequences on you, right? Okay. All right. So they've got this community. And, and, you know, flash forward, okay, now, by the end of it, there were about 40 people in the cult. Okay. Okay. But here's the kicker. He produced about 29 of them. There's kids? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So there were about nine adults and about 20 kids that he produced. He sounds like he's just lonely. Right. So every every woman that 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 lived there was considered his constituent. Mm-hmm. All right. So they were just under under his wife. So he did have one wife. Uh, her name was uh, Sarah. Hold on. Sarah Gabrielle Lav- Lavelli, Lavelli, which she is actually the one who got him called caught. Oh, she tattled on him. Well, she more like escaped from him. Yeah. And Still tattled. <laughs> I'm not going to shame this woman for telling them. Oh, no, no, no. Snitch. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> so, so, you know, so, so these people are out there living in the woods. And the crazy part about this is that um, when they were out in the woods, which that was from 1977 to about 1989, so not crazy long ago. Um, so while they were out there, um, people knew about them, right? They, they knew that they were out there. And in fact, child enforcement had come out and taken about four to six kids, but they couldn't press any charges against him because when they would go out there, everybody was in his presence, right? They had to obey and they looked healthy. Okay. Right. But the problem is, is the punishments and he started drinking more and more and more. Oh, so he's turning into a drunk throughout this. Right. And, okay, so, for instance, here's, here's the shockers, okay? So, it started out with, with okay, um, you're a child, you break the rules. Mm-hmm. You're going to get pinned to a tree. Pinned to a tree. You're going to have to sit outside in the cold for a night, um, which a, a child really did die that way. 
Um, I imagine Jesus. And then, and then the adults, the adults, their their consequences got so bad to a point where um, he would force them to break their own legs with sledgehammers. Ha! That right? I, I just can you imagine like... the mental state that you have to be in? Yeah, that's that's he's bonkers. But why would you do that to your own workers? Right. That's like another thing. Power. He probably did it, and he was like, "Fuck, yeah, he's, they can't do he's, anything he's, for me now." He's carrying logs, and he's like, "Hey, come over here, you bro- <laughs> broken legs, <damn> broken <laughs> legs." <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? That was a common thought while I was reading too, because another one where um, if somebody was, uh, if they were questioned to um, to not believe in him or or their cult. He would make them um, cut off the toes of another member <laughs> to prove that they were all in. <laughs> what? So he's like, all right, you know what? I'm going to get as many people in here as I can. When I say get people, I mean make people. <laughs> I'm going to make as many people as I can, and then I'm going to have them just hurt each other to prove that they listen to me yeah it's like oh you don't believe in me you don't believe in me i'm gonna cut off his toes <laughs> and when i mean i'm gonna cut off his toes he's, he's gonna, gonna cut, cut off his toes <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even gonna be the one to do it <laughs> that's how much power i got yeah so i mean everybody became obedient just because the consequences were so severe um Another another crazy one that I read about was he if he was pissed off with somebody enough he would hang them from the ceiling okay like upside down and he would pull out each one of their hairs individually if he was pissed enough what the I feel like that hell would take forever right I was thinking about like I was like man that man must have had a lot of booze <laughs> you know like like that's a whole night's that activity yeah, right more. there i imagine like he just like pulls until everyone leaves and then he just breaks out the clippers <laughs> he's like yes. i ain't got time to get through the rest i just can't look weak <laughs> and, and and i mean it even keeps going um he would make them shoot each other in the shoulder no just graze them and, yeah yeah right yeah yeah <laughs> uh, i didn't even feel that <laughs> i got glazed shoot me again shoot me again, shoot me again. i'll catch the bullet and and you know he's another guy with a with a with a self proclaimed um, prophet name. He he called himself Moses, <sighs> of course, okay. right? Okay. Yep. Yep. And, and it's it's crazy to me that he just didn't get caught before this because they would go into town. Their main source of revenue was by selling baked goods at the local store. So what? they were people met them all the time. Right. Right. Neither they didn't show up and be like in a wheelchair. What happened to you? Definitely not me smashing my legs with sledgehammers, if you're yeah. wondering. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just don't want, it just it doesn't make any sense to me. What is this like, town? Like like maybe you should go check out the town. Well because like, I, I guess investigators would go there. And investigators, like, there's there's a lot of quotes from investigators saying, I wish we would have known what we were dealing with. Because they would go there, and their biggest regret was not talking to people solo. You know like what I mean? They would just kind of walk around and talk to people. I mean, he had these people manipulated to a point where they weren't allowed to speak to each other unless he was in their presence. 
Mm. So the members there, they weren't allowed to speak to each other. And they all, oh. you know how hard it'd be to follow that rule? Yeah, it'd be super hard. Like something funny happens, you can't even like talk to <laughs> someone about it, make a joke about it. Count me out. Yeah. yeah I... <clears throat> so I had a thought there, and then I started reading my paper, and I fucking lost it. But he he was big on the um, on the idea that everybody was equal, so he made everybody wear leotards, which. I wish I could have found a photo of them. Oh, yeah. You know? I should have been a giveaway for the investigators. Like, why right. the hell y'all dress like this? Yeah, like, why y'all got leotards on? Like, you can at least wear, like, some pants and a shirt. Like, that dude's got bullet hole wounds in his shoulder. <laughs> and this is in Canada, so it's pretty nippy out there. <laughs> That's yeah, a good point. I guess they would move around. I guess there was two or three locations. Oh, wow. So, and all of this torture... It amounts to his downfall. Okay. Usually does. Right. <laughs> so he so he's getting progressively worse and worse and worse. Now, all of a sudden, he gets the idea to prove that he can This smart guy gets an idea. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> well, I'm thinking. And he decides that he can perform surgery. Because he wouldn't let he wouldn't let his his followers go to the hospital. No, why would he? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's there's actually a case of a woman who died, which he got um, indicted for. Uh, he, she was complaining of stomach issues, so he proceeded to inject her stomach with ninety five percent ethanol solution, something, which Ow. that doesn't sound very fun at all, and then cuts her open. And then rips a piece of her intestine off by, with his hands. <laughs> and then makes her sew herself up. He made her... Oh, my God. First off, ripping out of an intestine out of anybody, that should have been like... That's my worst nightmare. Yeah, yeah. being your gut's getting pulled out of you? Yeah. She didn't get put to sleep. She got ethanol. Yeah. I feel like that would. that's what I would do if I had carb trouble. I pop open the hood and like just start <laughs> ripping a tube out. Be like, yeah, that looks wrong. <laughs> I don't remember needing this. <laughs> this seems like there's too much of this. I right like here. how like just, he got blood on his hands. Off. He was like, you know what? I'm over this. Go ahead and clean yourself up. There's some string over here. Needle. Tie it up. Well, I guess I guess his first solution to her stomach problems was to shove a tube up her ass. To um, perform, uh, what's it called when you make yourself shit a whole lot? Um, there's a like laxatives. Well, yeah, basically La uh, lactate herself. That, <laughs> I think that's milk coming from bristles. But yeah, I, I mean, the guy was just incredibly crude, and then it it progressively got worse and worse to a point where um, a dude had a, a dude had something mentally wrong with him, and he had. And no, actually, he was performing surgery on him, and then he had died during surgery. And so to prove that he had the powers to bring people back to life, he decided to drill into his skull. The dead guy's skull? The dead guy's skull, create a cavity, and then him and a few other male members decided to ejaculate within the cavity to bring him back to life. That's science. That's how it works, right? 
No. That's fucked up. Did it, it work? Is. That's fucked up. No. 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 <laughs> I'm waiting to hear the rest. <laughs> I want to hear the rest. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, he is mental. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he's another doomsday cult. So he was he had everybody believing that the world was gonna end by I believe it was like nineteen seventy nine. So was he like bringing people in at all, or was he just mass producing? Well, it kind of sounds years. like it started with people that he had brought in, but it just turned it into didn't go anywhere. It just turned into people that he had created, or probably a small amount of them brought in, but. Probably not a lot. I feel like you show up to that, you already know. Like the other cults, it's like, oh, it seems pretty cool, chill. You show up, and there's all kinds of this stuff going on. Yeah, and it's like no one's talking. <laughs> so, like, what? So, are you doing? what happened to you? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I can't imagine being that scared, man. I, I mean, being in that situation, seeing something like that happening. I mean, you, you can't. So, so you'd have to be terrified when it did all get busted. Um, they they went to a lot of the mothers and said, Hey, you can have the kid if you would like, and not many of them did. They said the kids were just destroyed. No, they said that they were just so fearful of the man in jail that they didn't want anything to do with the kids. Like, you look just like your father, (laughs) yeah, like just like your father. (laughs) God, I, so he went to jail. Yes, so he how, did go to jail. How did Gabriella escape and t- go tell? So she was presumed dead yeah. by the members, okay? Yeah. Because she was being tortured and uh, let's see here. So she she had numerous injuries already. So this is this is his his wife, right? Mm. Um, so she had welding torch burns. On her genitals, okay, a, hypo, a hypo, hypodermic needle broke off in her back, mm. and eight teeth of her, or eight teeth forcibly removed from her mouth. I, previous to what I'm about to tell you, okay, she tried to escape after the dude tried to cut off parts of her breasts. When her escape attempt failed and she came back. He had pinned her hand to a bench, cut off her fingers, and then decided, you know what? You don't need that arm. Took it off with a chainsaw. So he started with the fingers, and then he was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm having a good time. I'm going to go ahead and chop it all off. Man, that is a strong woman to come out of that. And then you want to escape again? (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I mean, at that point, you're probably not afraid to die. You're like, what? He's going to kill me and put me out of my misery. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's just he's, she's gone through a whole horror movie. Right. Oh and so so she finally got out. And he was actually, he was, he was, his sentence was only 22 years. But then he wasn't granted parole because um, they feared that he was going to be a reoffender. Yeah. And then he was killed in jail. By another guy stabbing him in the throat with a shiv. Hey. Hey. a boy guy in jail. That guy in jail, he probably said some crazy shit to him. He's like, <laughs> you know what I could make your life into? You could follow me. And he's like, you sound insane. I'm going to go ahead and just kill you. <laughs> Want to hear the quote from the guy? Yes. Because he turned himself in. He did it. 
walked up to the guard station, put the shiv on the table, and says, that piece of shit is down, is down the range. Here's the knife. I've sliced him up. That doesn't make any sense. But he no, was Canadian, very thing. happy to do it. You know what I mean? He was, he I was just like, I called him a piece of shit. Like yeah. he, he, he's a guy in prison. He was like this piece of shit. <laughs> he was, he was there serving for murder too. You know what I mean? <laughs> he already had a life sentence. And I think he just kind of thought to himself, you know what? He the doesn't ever, he doesn't ever need to get out of here. No. And just kind of decided to off him. And if you look at pictures of the guy, he looks a lot like Manson. I don't know why all those guys look the same. Just crazy, crazy long hair, but like big, um, like giant, giant head with like a big, like bald area. Yeah, crazy and eyes. And then just the crazy big beard and well, super was, skinny. He thought he was Moses. Yeah. He did think he was Moses. Gotta look the part. <laughs> That's true. How are you gonna convince anybody if you like? Yeah. I, see, if I was like, well, I don't know what I would actually do, but I would have tried to been like given the Bible and be like, you remember this? You remember this? <laughs> remember where it all started? <laughs> why can't we go back to the good okay. old days? Why don't we go back to? Why don't we go to eighth grade? <laughs> Come on, we'll give you another shot up there, champ. Yeah, that's that's horrifying. So, what was his uh, crew? Uh, his little crew called <laughs> the Ant Hill Kids. The Ant Hill Kids, and he dubbed them that, which is nuts. I... <laughs> These kids can lift three times their body weight. <laughs> They're jacked. And and that cult was actually listed as a lesser known one, just because of the I... amount of members. But the brutality there, the, yeah, 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 it's that's... pure torture. And, and and you know, I didn't even write down a third of the stuff that I saw. So it's worse and it's worse. Yeah, yeah. It just keeps going and going and going. How long did it last? Twenty years? Uh, yeah, it was uh, 1977 to 1989. So about ten. Oh, okay. Years. Wow. Yeah, world's crazy. <laughs> yeah, want to start a cult? Mm. I was thinking about it when we started the podcast. <laughs> you could, man, you could play. You, you've got a good no, look, No, don't put me in there. I don't want to um, turn into Moses. What are we going to call him? Let's call him Water. You James I mean? is Water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's give you James a... James means Water. Yeah. I'll be the song. I'll just be in the crowd, like, getting everyone to cheer. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh this guy's into it. I'll get <laughs> into it. it. Be my high cult. High <laughs> <laughs> so... So what's the conclusion here? Um, I don't want to read anymore about cults for about two weeks because I was about half sick reading about that. Yeah. I'll be back in the thick of it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now, I know that there are a few uh, local ones that I wanted to bring up, but I didn't have time to look into them more. The Ohio cults? Yeah, man. I mean, there's like there's one out there right now that's still going. Up by OSU? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a whole webpage dedicated to just bashing it yeah <laughs> anti like this is why this call is stupid yeah yeah it's all it's about i believe that one's all about putting putting down the like they get into their heads by the uh uh by the by the herd effect what's that called the the flock i don't know the echo chamber Mass, it's it's kind of like the leader has convinced everybody so much that as soon as there's like a little meep of, Hey, I don't get that. They are just shut down immediately by everybody else there. Oh yeah. Midsummer used that. 
Oh, yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah, they did that at one point. What they were going to do, he was like, so what's going on? The dude just like clapped in his face. He was like, hey, don't ask questions. <laughs> yeah. and then the ayahuasca sat in. Yeah, like, that's what was crazy about that scene because he had gotten drugs and he didn't know he was on drugs and he was like, I don't feel a little woozy. And that dude clapped in his face and like, <sighs> yeah, you guys really need to go see Midsummer. Yeah, it's, it's a must a, watch. It's a good one. It's a great movie. Mm. Well, that I mean, is cold. Life. <laughs> this <is> Death. <laughs> Dark. They Evil. Didn't, they didn't hear that. Life is good. <laughs> oh, no. That's fun. I'm glad we got to hit religion man. again. Yeah, religion's a must come back. Dude, yeah. I like the old ones. They're fun to me. Yeah, they are a blast. Even cults are fun if you have the stomach to handle it. And Apparently. I know bro. it's gruesome, but it's it's fascinating. Bro, your gas one it was like kinda calm. <laughs> like it hurt a lot of people, obviously, but Right. Yeah. I mean, something about sledgehammers to your own legs and ejaculating in skulls hoping for resurrection is just something different. Something completely different. <sighs> I still can't get over that my I, I consider not even saying that line. It was so fucked up. I'm considering. Well, the dicks in the head kind of took the cake. Yeah. It's pretty wild. <laughs> well, now you know. Yep. That's so, what this is all about. You guys go to bed tonight. Think about, think about, before you join anything. Yeah. You see somebody outside of a Walmart, they got a piece of paper, they're talking about God and all of that. Think about it. Just question everything. And also remember... If there's a dead person, semen will not bring him back to life. <laughs> Say it with me. Semen <laughs> will bring you back, back to, to life. life. <laughs> Good. Right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Yep. See you guys next week. Great science lesson. Great science.